Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There is no better way to end the year than with Game of Thrones, because we're kind of living through that today. And let's be honest, if there was ever a countdown song for the end of 2020, it is the Game of Thrones theme song with Ramsey Bolton and Joffrey Baratheon waiting for us. 2020 needs to go the way of Joffrey. We need to be done with it and start anew. That's how we're doing this, Lauren. Intro done. Ready to go. Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on time. I feel pretty good. On, <laughs> I feel pretty good about that. Why? Because he's a sociopath? Dude, we just went straight in. Screw the intro. Yeah, no no intro. You know what's up. You you know you're always welcomed to the Neuro Nerds. This is the hard-hitting stuff, guys, because I've seen a meme where it said that 2020 was a picture of, like, evil smiling Joffrey, and then a picture of 2021 was evil smiling Ramsey Bolton, or Ramsey Snow, whichever version of evil Ramsey you subscribe to. But, like, really? You like Ramsey more than you like... that's my dude. So... If 2021 is Ramsey, I'm looking forward to it. You know what I mean? Like Ramsey to me is up there with Hans Landa from Inglorious Bastards, where he's to me deliciously evil. Oh, it's just mm, num 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 num. It's so good. Like his version of evil is just delicious. It's like devil's food cake. You know? <laughs> I love. I love it. Joffrey. On the other hand. Oh, he could fuck right off. Oh, I can't stand that kid. Like, he's the worst. He deserved everything that happened to him. I was hoping that somehow he was going to be brought back to life so they can kill him a second time. That disgusting 2020 of a human being. Right. And that's a child. <laughs> I just I don't know how I feel about like like I I don't know. I think I actually think Joffrey might be a better villain or was a better villain than Ramsey. 
Ramsey, I think, was best, at least in the show, because let's be real, Ramsey Bolton is very different in the books. Than, well, not very different. There, it, it is different in the books than it is in the show. But it was, I don't know, like season, is it season two? Yeah, I think it's season two when he captures uh, Theon. Like that oh, psychological and he turns him into, torture. Oh, it's so bad. torture was awesome. But Where I feel he turned like him into he, reek. Yeah, but I feel like his character kind of got a little bit weaker at least or more boring like his his evil wasn't good enough anymore i don't think joffrey didn't suffer too much of that i think what it because he died early enough that like they still cared about what they were writing you know i feel that i feel that yeah. i do I think like, that's I, why I don't like ramsey is because i'm like i feel like they did him a disservice as a villain they they didn't utilize him to his full terrifying potential so once again game of thrones kind of got it right that's it they didn't get it all right they got so much right. And then at the end of his character arc, they did him like they did season eight. They're like, uh, all right, eat my dogs, whatever. I mean, all right, we'll just leave it there. So guys, you guys are probably wondering, why are we talking about Game of Thrones at the end of 2020? Because honestly, last year at the end of 2019, I think we were also talking about the end of Game of Thrones because that's last year was when we were majorly disappointed by the other ugly D&D group. David Benioff and D.B. White. <laughs> These are the worst. <laughs> and I really feel like 2020 was season eight of Game of Thrones. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know what? We have it's so many star. people. Do not recommend. Do not recommend. So many people, just like 2020, are very disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Just like in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Like it had, I feel, you know what? I feel like 2020 was everyone's like year. Everyone was waiting to make it their year. So it was like it had the potential of Game of Thrones. So like we could call it like season two, season three of Game of Thrones. That's when it was like the heyday. And we're like, yes, Game of Thrones. And we wanted season two or three and we got season eight. Yeah, yeah. Hot <laughs> trash. It was not good. It definitely wasn't good. Now, let me let me ask you a question. Are you one of those people who like for New Year's, it's like the new year? new me and then like it's just kind of scrubbing everything away and starting anew or are you just like it's just like yesterday and now it's today i'm definitely person two i think part of me aspires to be person one and society makes me want to be person one but i'm not i'm person two. <laughs> oh, lauren i think i'm so just me as a person i'm always head in the clouds but I always have a foot on the ground. So that's how like I feel about New Year. I want everything should be like really floofy and things are going to be amazing. Yes, New Year, new me, hopes, dreams. But then I also have my foot on the ground where it's like, yeah, maybe that'll happen. But if it doesn't, I'm like, it's still in a good place. I'm here. And I'm so like I have all these goals that like I want to hit. But then I also have the reality of like if I don't hit them, I'm not. it's not a failure. It's just it's something to uh, to strive for, something to to move towards. You're so cute because you're so offered. You're like, uh, you're such an optimist because that was like, because when you said like, oh, and then the reality hits in and I'm like, oh, yeah, the crushing weight of existential crisis <laughs> and reality. Uh, I, and he went into it like, no, but it's OK. So Joe is an optimist, right? The glass is half full, right? I am a realist. I'm not I don't classify myself as a pessimist. I do classify myself as a realist, maybe a little pessimistic. So a little bit. I. So I don't necessarily see the glass as half full, a half empty. I see it as like, what the fuck's in the glass, right? That's going to determine whether I care or not. <laughs> I'll tell you what's going to be in my glass. It's going to be liquor because we deserve all of it. We deserve 
all the alcohol come New Year because we have lived through 2020. I actually haven't had any alcohol since I think my birthday. Oh, Lauren, you know what? This is why the year has been terrible since your birthday. It has been terrible since your birthday. Because I too much. I can't drink. One of my greatest joys in life, in <laughs> life, is Tipsy Lauren. It oh, is God. just, it's so good. She has like a, this little tiny like partial smile and it's just oh it's it's adorable you're funny you're you're just you're you're not funny normally is what you're telling me no you're 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 dull no of course you're funny (laughs) but it's it's different it's like tipsy tipsy funny you know what i mean it's like oh lauren's like a girl right now you know what i mean you're not like i don't feel like she's gonna punch me in the face because she just giggled I've never heard you giggle before <laughs> until you called me from Spain and you were really enjoying the vino. <laughs> yes, except you forget that it was a 2020 birthday this year and I was here and I oh, had a... Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. yeah. See, you're like me. I was thinking about my, my... See, my 30th birthday was amazing, guys, and that was in Spain. And yes, I did call Joe tipsy. But because this year was a 2020 year and it was a COVID year and I had a Zoom birthday. Guys, I teach on Zoom six days a week. I hate Zoom. I hate it. I really dislike having to use it, but necessity. But yes, I was also drunk at my, uh, I was actually drunk for my birthday because I drank an entire bottle of red wine by myself within one hour in the hot sun. Oh my God. While on Zoom. Oh yeah. Someone didn't come to my Zoom birthday party. I don't remember why. Shit. Well, I have brain come. injury. I invited. You didn't come. Neither did Felice. So bleh. I'm sure there's a reason, and I'm going to blame no, police because I, I have a brain injury. Forgot and didn't come. Oh shit! Well, I, I have a built-in reason. She has no excuse. <laughs> See, Felice's fault. <laughs> Thank you to our amazing community on Patreon for supporting this podcast. You can support us too and get different perks and gifts depending on which Neuro Jedi tier you sign up for. For example, if you're on our Neuro Padawan five dollar tier then you're probably listening to this episode a day early before it's public release. Your support helps us grow and continue to create this podcast. Plus, a portion of the proceeds go to a different cause or individual in the brain injury survivor community each month. Sign up at patreon.com slash the neuronerds. It's just this whole thing has been weird. Mimi just did a thing where she just did a random live where she was walking and she was talking about, you know, breaking in the new year and not having that moment of new year, new me, just being more accepting of who you are and how things are, which I agree with. But I also think that we again, head in the clouds, foot on the ground. I think that we kind of should look forward to something. Don't you? Oh, you're so sweet. I was going to say new year, same shit. Yeah, we're coming at this from completely different angles. Yeah, I mean, like, this is good, guys. This is what we call balance. This is the way which we will also get into. There is a spoiler alert coming in for that, but we will We're being gray Jedis right now. Oh, I am the epitome of a gray Jedi, but which is also, I'm like, Qui-Gon Jinn, hello, the, the, the gray Jedi. But no, I'm very much of the, like, New Year, same shit, because nothing's going to get back to normal until 2022, guys. That is my prediction, 2022. And I think that's solid. And I don't think that's being, okay, a lot of people will be like, no, there's a vaccine. Now, yeah, it takes time. It's not one shot. It's at least two, and they're spread out, and you and might not get yours. millions of yes. people. Yes, 
Yes. It, and there's it's, billions of people in the world. Right. But like here, yeah, it's it's the, the, the priorities, you know, so frontline workers, the elderly, the sick, and then it's going to trickle down. So it might be some time and that's OK. Look, we just have to be this is a lesson in patience. We just have to be patient and, and understand it's going to work out and not be like how a lot of you people. I'm, I'm getting angry. <laughs> a lot of mm-hmm. you people have been during this pandemic where it's just like, ah, I'm tired of this. I'm just going to go party. Nah, man, like, let's take this serious. So then come, hopefully, uh, hey, look, Optimus Joe, <laughs> not Optimus Prime, Optimus Joe. Late. I'll, I'll stand with that. You know, the third quarter of, I'll say, yeah, as early as the third quarter of 2021, maybe things are starting to get back to normal, normal, you know? Like, let's shoot for that. That's like my, like, that's what I hope. You're so sweet. <laughs> Joe, that's you're so childlike. Does. No, that's why I say, oh, bless your heart. <laughs> but no, so yeah, I, so let's talk about that, like what Mimi's saying. So yeah, I do think that there should be no expectations, honestly, to have achieved anything this year other than basic survival, right? Like, feel like that's for a lot of people. And again, we kind of have lived in that mode. So it's kind of like, oh, normal for us. For some of us, like that's normal, or it was something we did experience. So it was like, hello, darkness, my old friend, <laughs> right? Like this was like, oh, hello, I've seen you. But you know, for a lot of people, it has been survival. It has been weight gain or weight loss, depending on your stressors. It has been losing a job. It has been maybe doing like me and having way too many jobs. It has been, or like what I've been doing, staying so busy so I don't think about the world. You know, it may have been losing family members, gaining family members. There might have been huge life changes in this year. So the fact that you're making it to 2020, like literally, I feel like that's where the bar is. It's like, did you just make it here? You won. We say this a lot, you know, for the brain injury community, just getting through a day, just waking up, going to bed, like getting through the day and and doing that healthily and alive. That's it. Just making it through the day is a victory, you know? As a society, just getting through this year has been a huge victory. So we shouldn't have that thing, especially with weight gain. More and more people are like, God, I've gained. They're calling it the COVID-19. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've yeah, gained the yeah. COVID-19. I, it, people have gained weight. I, I've, I've gained some weight. You know what I blame? Delicious food. So the, <laughs> It's a stress thing. You of know? course. It, it's just like, oh, Comfort. and I... Yes, it is. I did that a lot when I was really, really depressed before my brain injury, where mm-hmm. I would eat for comfort and I would eat a McRib okay. and it's yep. like, ooh, delicious. Now I feel bad about myself. You know what makes me feel better? A nice cold Coca-Cola. Oh, I feel awful and terrible. You know what's going to make me feel better? Another McRib. It's just this vicious cycle. So I've kind of done that a little bit over here now. And we can't really move as much as we used to because everything is closed, at least should be. By the way, I went to the mall yesterday. How was that? That was weird because there's a lot of people there. But mm-hmm. in my defense, I needed coffee. <laughs> I, I, oh, and I need- you have. Oh, wait, you don't even have good coffee and you still have to go somewhere to get it. I think I think the Nespresso is pretty good. Now, I'm not saying Keurig. I'm not saying that. I'm not an animal, Lauren. <laughs> so. If any of you guys drink Keurig out there, we don't. We're not. We're not directly judging you, but, you know, infer from that as you will. Right. Yeah. We're not directly judging you, but we are 100% directly judging you. <laughs> so it, it's <laughs> that's really fun. So it was very uncomfortable for me. You know, it was it was it was a lot. It was a lot of stimulation. It was just a lot of people. I literally it was like I had blinders on. I went in. I got out. It was like a drug deal. You know, mm-hmm. here, money, slide card, gone. 
And then I got in the car and I, I, I went home. It's strange. So I'm actually looking forward to doing that in the third quarter of 2021 and it just being normal, you know? Well, as normal as it can be in this new world we live in, but definitely not reliving what I went through yesterday. It was just a lot. It was a different experience. But we also have to not be depressed and beat ourselves up for not being as productive as we mm-hmm. should be. Again, no expectation, guys. Just survive. There was a movie called Survive. On It was a zombie movie on Netflix. It was actually pretty good. It wasn't great. It was pretty good. And his parents, like they left him a message and they're like, just survive and that's what we have to do now again that's a very low bar yeah (laughs) but hey it's there for a reason because there's a lot of stuff going on mentally physically look depression is seasonal depression is its own thing and now people are having seasonal depression with during the middle of a pandemic where they can't necessarily see people where normally when depression kicks in you don't want to see people you avoid people but you still have that option when that option is taken away even when you would normally not reach out to anyone it kind of fucks with your head a little bit it does with me as much of an extrovert as I am. I'm very much an introvert. I would rather be in. But once it was like, well, you can't go out. I started to go a little bit crazy. Now, if the pandemic wasn't going on, I would still be doing basically the exact same things. But not having an option is kind of like messing with my head a little bit. So I'm actually also looking forward to that changing a little bit. But I have enough patience to not drive myself that crazy with it. I'm not going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to go to Florida, that garbage state. <laughs> Sorry, Floridians. <laughs> I am sorry. I'm sure I we have li- someone from Florida listening. I, I lived there judge. for I, I do because I lived there. I lived in Boca Raton for like two years. That place is America's Wang. It is. So sorry. So long story short on that end, guys, is we the NeuroNerds officially give you permission to set yourself for the low bar. There was no need to achieve anything new this year beyond waking up if you're going to work in your PJs in your home, going to work at an essential business or looking for work or not looking for work, not learning a new language, not reading a new book, just binging Netflix. We give you permission, guys, that that's the level. And you guys, that's coming from me, who's all about high expectations. That's the level now for 2020. And you know what? Let me ask you a question, Lauren L. Manzano. Oh, God. So after this, at the next wave of like goodness, right, when they figure some stuff out and people start to really take this serious and then like the people are vaccinated and the people who aren't vaccinated are very safe. And then it's just like we get back to as normal as normal can be. Right. In 2022. Yes. Whenever that is, again, still shooting for a third quarter of 2021. Whenever that is, do you think you're going to still have that same just crazy drive that you have now and have always had? Or do you think it's like, hey, I think I could take a step back. Maybe I'll take a couple days. Really? You're going to keep up the same pace? (laughs) Maybe not the same pace, but this is how I've functioned my entire life. There's, There's kind of like, I don't know if it's a genetic family trait, but most of the people in my family tend to be workaholics. And so as a child... As a child, like most, that was normal. I'll say the most racist thing in the world. You guys are Mexican. You know what I mean? <laughs> like growing up in California, I grew up with all of my my closest friends in, in junior high and high school were Mexican cats. Their families and themselves, they are the hardest working people in the world. Like I've never seen that thing. And you have that thing. <laughs> well, it could also be an immigrant mentality too. Because yeah. like my yeah. grandfather came here 
in his, I think in late teens. And my dad was technically born in Mexico. So it might be an immigrant thing too, but it's like that hustle mentality. It's like, you're always working. And so you don't think you're going to take a step back? What I am doing. So this is my one thing for 2021 that I'm doing is I am raising my prices like for people who want to work with me. So that's going to help feed that out to begin with is if you want to work with me, you're going to pay the premium because it's not just, oh, you're working with Lauren. I'm now stepping into all my credentials, like really stepping into the credentials of like, um, I'm sure I can show Joe right now. All my medals for pole are hanging right over there. Like I have. Ooh, it actually looks like that thing's going to bend. Well, I have nine medals. I'm a multiple gold medalist. You know, I'm a for 2020, I was the gold medalist for regionals before they shut all the competitions down for one of the for pro level for free dancing. The queen um, of all queens. So, and I have competed and I've trained gold medalist. I've trained. So like I'm stepping into that, guys, like as my credentials and be like, no, no, no. I have so many people that want to work with me right now at this really low price that that's what's causing my kind of a little bit of my anxiety and my insanity. So I'm going to up my prices and like, they, you know, like they say, well, see, it'll be a good problem if I up my prices and every single person that's been trying to get, work with me now wants to work with me, like, then that's a good sign. <laughs> know your worth. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. As a brain injury or a stroke survivor like myself, it's hard for me to get through reading books due to my injury. But with Audible, I can now enjoy as many books as I want just by listening. Thanks to Audible, I can listen to stroke survivor Kavita Bassi's book, Room 23. Once it popped up on Audible, I immediately put it on my wish list. Read Kavita's book with us. That's right. The Neuro Nerds have a book club. What a great way for our brain injury survivor community to read books together. And even if you don't want to read the book we're reading, with this free trial, you can select any book of your choice for free. Go to audibletrial.com slash the neuro nerd. Boom! Boom! (laughs) (laughs) I think raising your prices, it scares a lot of people. Because you're like, well, why would somebody pay me more? You put out what you're worth. I always tell people that to have three numbers in anything that you do, right? Any negotiation. You have what you want, right? What you want is the world. I want everything. What you're worth is maybe a little bit less than that. What you'll settle for is whatever will just, this is worth me getting out of bed and doing this thing. If you have those three numbers, you're good. So why not ask for the world, you know? But also know your worth. And you, Lauren, there is no price high enough for you. I say that because I know you. And I think that that's that's just if I didn't know you, if I just looked at your track record, be like, damn, you're you are the queen of queens like you're you're elite. So your charges, your your prices should match that, you know, and it's also a different way of thinking, too. Like you're charging more for a product, right? Or whatever you're teaching. That's a product, right? A service. So okay, it's a premium. So you're going to get premium content based on the premium price, right? Or if you're going to discount it, it's going to be like, okay, so either you want to be like Neiman Marcus or you want to be Walmart, right? They're making like, let's say the same amount of money just in a completely different way. Neiman Marcus sells a handful of things and makes a chunk of money. Walmart has to sell hundreds and thousands of things to make that same amount of money, but they're making that money. You know what I mean? So do you really, do you want to work harder or do you just want to like, own your craft and you've owned your craft you know you've done a damn thing you rock mm-hmm. star <laughs> yes so there you go that's the long way to get to the answer of yes i will chill the f out we'll Good. see how we get there 
Good. I'm excited about that. Like I, I am, you know, because then you can put like that creativity into other things. You know, you can c- continue to write. You can continue to create. You could learn another strange language. You weirdo. <laughs> oh, which one was I? I was learning another. I was trying to learn another. I know but... you were learning a little bit of Elvish. And no, that's I... old. <laughs> oh shit! Like how was that? <laughs> no, it was Turkish and Russian. But then I was thinking about doing another language, and I can't remember what it was. But this is the way. This is the way. This This is is the way. way. Oh, my gosh. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for the Mandalorian season two. This was worth. And I I know it isn't, but it is. I can deal with everything that happened in 2020 because I got to see the Luke Skywalker that I had always hoped to see in the Mandalorian season finale so that's the spoiler i came out right and said it yeah luke skywalker came in so darth vader had his moment and i always wondered in like okay darth vader is the most feared sith you know lord in the galaxy why why was he so feared yeah he was scary but why at the end of rogue one you got to see why darth vader was darth vader you're like oh my god even right now i'm goosebumps because that scene was so amazing. The fear in that one dude when he's like, he's like, help us. That was just everything about that was epic. And then I was like, okay, Luke is going to need to get his thing. And the rise of Skywalker. Yeah, he's going to get his moment. No, he didn't. He didn't get it. He didn't get it. They watered him down. They made, they completely killed his character because for some oh, reason. Fanboy he, rant. Fanboy oh, yeah. Rant. Oh, yeah. 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 For some reason, he has a vision that Kylo Ren is going to be evil, so he's going to kill a child. No. Luke Skywalker would never do that. Rain Johnson is bullshit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nerd rant over. So I was very disappointed. No, that wasn't a nerd rant. That was a fanboy rant. <laughs> so I was really disappointed that Luke Skywalker never got his just due. It's like, this is the dude that brought balance to the force. And he's just like, eh, it's just like a dude. Nah, man. What? He went to Jabba's palace and he waved his hand. And no, he like, I want to see him like do some shit. He did some shit at the end of the Mandalorian. Again, spoiler alert. You guys have to see it. If you haven't seen it, come on, guys. What are you doing with your life? It's 2020. <laughs> We're in the middle of pandemic. Watch the Mandalorian for some joy. He took down so many dark troopers. What are dark troopers? They are like the tanks. I don't even have know like how to describe it. 1,000 stormtroopers. They, they are the stormtroopers, uh, the, the, the Terminator stormtroopers. One of them almost killed Mando. It took everything in his body to destroy one. And there was so many of them. So it was like, oh, my God, how is this ragtag group of what? I would kind of call them space pirates. Mandalorians, they kind of seem like space pirates. How are they going to get past this? Lo and behold, an X-Wing comes flying in. Oh, it's just one X-Wing. Yay. Just, yeah. Who's in that one X-Wing? Luke motherfucking Skywalker. As soon as he came down, immediately goosebumps everywhere. I knew immediately that it was Luke because of the X-Wing. And then to verify it, when he he took out his lightsaber, black glove for his fake hand. And then the green lightsaber, just to top it off. Oh, it was Luke Skywalker. He was using the force push. He was slicing through him like butter. It was, oh my God, it just made me, it just made me so happy. It was so smooth. It was so, 
Oh. And then the last one, there was like one uh, Dark Trooper left, and then he did like the Darth Vader thing where he just like crushed it with his hand in the Force. It obviously, I think, it was pretty cool. So, but then here's the, here's here's my my only downside: eh, the CGI isn't perfect, right? Because it was young Luke, so he had to take off his hood, and it's like, oh, that's Luke Skywalker ish, right? It, it well, isn't. They haven't mastered it. Plus, fumbled there because you know who they should have had to play young Luke. Hundred percent, Lauren. I know where you're going. Yes, Sebastian Stan. And even Mark Hamill has said that Sebastian Stan should be playing young him. It is uncanny mm-hmm. how much they look alike. They have this thing where they literally just put them side by side in the exact yeah. same pose. Yeah. To be honest, the first time I saw it, I was like, it's just two pictures of Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. That's how close it is. If they do a series. series because- or if they bring Luke as a main character for a season three Mandalorian. That's been suggested is that if they do a season three of Mandalorian, so we get more Grogu slash Baby Yoda and more Mando and we get Luke, you know, that way we kind of it's like the wonderful adventures of Luke Skywalker before the sequels. Then they're saying Sebastian Stan, they shouldn't sleep on that. Disney should use that because, again, he is basically have been knighted and sanctified by Mark Hamill. He, He work. He's in the building, guys. He works for Marvel. Which is owned by Disney. If I remember correctly seeing this, it wasn't even Mark Hamill that voice acted or like Luke Skywalker's official voice actor for like the cartoons that did it. It wasn't Mark Hamill. Oh, hey, hey. Right. it was pretty good. It's not, it's not like it, uh, a lot like him. I, I Sebastian Stan would be perfect. I think it would be great. I was just thrilled. Now, let me let me ask you a question, because we, we have a lot of the old becoming new again. Right. They're expanding on the universe. Are you OK with that? Or would you rather them just have brand new things? Well, Do you feel I, that like taking care of the fan service with this old school stuff, which I love? I it do, was exactly do you feel it's taking service. away for do you think it's taking away from new creativity and new ideas? Thanks to our sponsor, Avid Technology, for providing us with the tools, or should I say pro tools, to record, edit, and mix our podcast and get our message out clearly to the world. Try Avid first to start recording today for free at avid.com slash pro dash tools. Yay. Yay. What I would like to see is the extended universe have uh, for them to work on more of that. But I know a lot of that got decanonized when Disney took over. Cause I do think some of the stories in the lore are far more interesting. Like one of my favorite is Darth Revan and Bastilla Sham. Like, I think that is a great like storyline to pursue or even Qui-Gon Jinn. If we could get Qui-Gon Jinn, like a young Qui-Gon, like that would be fun to explore. Even Mace Windu, even though it was just, because Samuel L. Jackson wanted a purple lightsaber. Like, let's explore a purple lightsaber origin story. Or even if they did more to talk about the Kyber crystals, like they did for the Lego series, which was the something makers, the peacemakers. Oh, yes. Yeah. And it had Nari. I remember Nari was the bad guy and she had like the butterfly tattoo on her, her Lego face. But they were searching for the Kyber crystals. So like, I think that would be cool. Okay. So I, I said earlier to Joe that I was not impressed with the ending because mm-hmm. it, yeah because honestly so one it was too predictable you knew it was coming i that so that's been my whole issue with the mandalorian but, series but you didn't in know general. who 
But you didn't no, know you who knew, was no, going to come. You knew who it was going to be. You knew it. I knew it. I narrowed I it down it. to two. I narrowed it down to Luke and Mace Windu. No, I, I never saw Mace Windu coming for it. Uh, hello, Mace Windu is dead. He had his arm cut off and then he was thrown. That's I, I, I don't think he's dead. Well, I think you know he'll make an appearance at some point. He can be brought back to life. Sure, Mace Windu can. Bar- but let's be honest. They probably could not pay Samuel L. Jackson enough to come do that. But... It, from especially as a like from a writing standpoint, like it's just the whole Mandalorian series in general has been very surface and predictable in its use of tropes. It's very tropey. So like for me, I can't really get into it. It's like the difference between again Game of Thrones seasons one, two, and three, and then seven and eight. Like the the difference of complexity is very clear. But I actually really liked seeing. Oh man, I cannot remember what Man- Mando's actual name is right now. Pedro oh, Pascal. Uh, 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 well, Jin Darin. Oh, okay, Jin it's Darin. Not, it's not Jin. Yeah, it is. Jin. Yeah. J I N. Oh, that's really lazy, especially since we already have a Jin. Or that's a lazy. That's lazy writing. They should come up with a better name. That's really lazy because that's really confusing from like a marketing standpoint. Because then you have two different Jin in the. You have Jin from Rogue well, well, I think that's why everybody everybody calls him Mando. Yeah, so anyways. But, um, no, I actually enjoyed watching Pedro Pascal, Mando, fighting for fighting the dark trooper and whatnot. Like, that was very interesting. I, would, I actually would have been more entertained if they'd actually had to fight or start fighting against the dark troopers. And then came Luke. Like, that would have been even cooler. Because, yes... Luke coming in and destroying everything is awesome, but it was very OP. It was so very good. overpowered. Someone oh. was on cheat codes. Someone was using oh, game charts or, so or, or God mode. You know, like it was just a little much. Like we know Luke's a badass, but you know what that also says? If it's within the canon, I'm like, then shit, dude, you didn't do shit in the sequels. Like you're a really shitty person. So I, I, I'll say this with like Luke Skywalker. We all knew he was dope. We never got to see it. Just like we all knew Darth Vader was like, feared why was he feared you knew he was feared you just never saw it and then you saw rogue one and you're like oh my god i'm a little i'm i'm kind of more afraid of darth vader now you, mean you weren't afraid of hayden christensen and oh my god also hayden christensen is coming back in the next expanded universe at the end spoiler 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 again after credit scene because it's disney marvel all that combined where Boba Fett took over uh, Jabba's palace, and we're going to see the book of Boba Fett, which I'm excited about because I love Boba Fett. And what was her name? Ming Na's character? Oh, Uh, uh, Tanak? Tanak? Yeah, something. She's awesome. I love her. She is. She's really good. Like, she's really good. I hated Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I loved it, but I also hated it because it was like, this should be significantly better. She was probably one of the best parts of the show, and she has the best nickname, which is a nickname that I think you would have. In any of these things, the cavalry. She's Ooh. a right. That's exactly. That. So when I saw her do stuff, and I'm not even kidding, when they were like, "Oh yeah, the cavalry," and then she actually had a scene where she showed like why she got that nickname, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's fucking Lauren. It's this tiny person kicking a wholesale ass." And I was like, "Yeah." So that's kind of your other nickname besides Black there Widow. Be you know beside my personal bodyguard it's the cavalry that's that that's what you are so i'm excited about boba fett because i love boba fett you know and i also like that it's its own thing and it's we're still going to get mandalorian and season that three. is new though that's new like you want to yes. talk about creativity and expansion boba fett is new 
Yes. Because I, I want to see more time, about that. Boba Fett was actually just dead. He's just some dude. And, yeah, and they, the they, they, expl- they explained a lot about that, which is really cool. And so I'm also looking forward to season three because you're going to see the friction between Bo-Katan and mm-hmm. Mando because he mm-hmm. now has the Darksaber. Yeah. That means he controls the Mandalorian people. I just want him to get back to his child. Like him and baby Yoda just need to like go home and live together. That's his child. I You, you know, it's really weird. He's older than Mando. Baby Yoda is about 50 years old. So I'm just saying he's so? like 50. So it's kind of like snuggling with an old man when he holds him. If you think about that. It's like, you got a little dude on him. I love the relationship. I got emotional when he got emotional. Of course. Because Pedro Pascal is an amazing actor, too. He is. He's really good. And like, you know, 90% of the series, you haven't been able to see his face. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. Your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you. Find us by searching for the Neuro Nerds on the Apple Podcast app today. Oh, and what's his connection bringing it all back to the beginning is he is the Red Viper. Yeah, Oberyn Martell, y'all, Game of Thrones. See, there was a plan. (laughs) It's and it's it all comes together, right? You know, this is this is just how we do it. You you're like, why are you guys talking about Game of Thrones? This is why, so we can spoil Star Wars for you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're also going to do another series called Shit the Something Guard. Wasn't there also the Ben Kenobi? Obi, oh, oh yeah, Obi, the, the, yeah. Kenobi, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, which is great, and Hayden Christensen is going to be in that for some weird reason because he's already Darth Vader. Why do you need Hayden Christensen if he's going to have the mask on and he should be James Earl Jones by then? Anyways, the something guard. So it's going to be basically Bo-Katan and Gina Carano and them doing like stuff. So that's kind of cool, right? There was Maybe. that scene where there was like the real girl power scene. Oh, I hate those. Yeah. Oh, that was so good, though. But they're so contrived. I really, that, I mean, Endgame did it and suck. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big it fan didn't of the girl suck. power. It was real. Okay, Here, here's what helps me. I helped raise a little sister, right? So I understand how impactful that could be for like a little girl to see because all you see are just like a bunch of dudes. So then when you see like a group of, of girls or women, not even girls, a group of women be like strong and powerful it shows these little girls that hey you could be strong and powerful too and I re- i'm a big fan of that you know because you have like all these dudes that see these dudes do things and you want to grow up to be like these dudes what do these little girls have do they want to grow up and be like these dudes no they want to grow up to be like the girls who do those things that those dudes do maybe even better because women are dope i say well, that because thing- i fear you guys <laughs> Well, the only thing that I appreciate is what's her name? Kara, 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 right? That's her name. Uh, oh, Ronda Rousey's uh, character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gina Carano's character. Yeah, Kara. Yeah, Ronda Rousey. Kara, Kara uh, Dune. Carano, yeah, Kara Dune. Right? Is the fact that she is not thin, and you can see her arms. Her arms are huge, and I'm like, that's what like fighters actually like. That's what fighting. We we're bigger. <laughs> we're bigger built. That's what a woman is built like. That's a woman. I love that woman. Well, that's a that's a woman. Like, if you guys haven't seen the, I think it was a TikTok where it's like, I want to be a bitch who fights bears in the forest. That's what that looks like. <laughs> yes, she is. She would put a hurting on me, and I would love every second of it. Yes, it got weird. Whatever. There's no better way to close out 2020 than with me talking about Gina Carano harming me physically. 
<laughs> Lauren, wow. it's it's All been right, a guys. weird. It's been a weird year. It has yeah, been. And I'm I'm, I'm very thankful that I was able to get through this year, period. But again, I thank you, as always, for helping me get to this point. Just in life, not even this year. This year has been a very difficult year. Just getting through life. You mean everything to me, and I love you so much. And it's been a hard year, and I'm looking forward to 2021. I am. Now, you know, it's going to be – it's not going to be easy. But it's, it's we're going into it with a good mindset. And I think things are like like us. Things are always working out for us. You know, we stay positive. You put positive out. Good things are going to come back. Let's stay in a good place. Let's stay healthy. Let's stay happy. Let's stay safe. Right. Let's party like it's tw- <laughs> let's party like it's the end of 2020 safely, responsibly at home alone. Yes. With the people in your household. And watching Mandalorian. <laughs> and, and Luke Skywalker be epic and amazing. Hey, guys, the Neuro Nerds, we absolutely love and care for all of you guys. We wish you guys the best of the the the, the new year, your, your family, and, and great health, and all that happy, fun stuff. And we say it all the time. We mean it all the time. The Neuro Nerds, we are here to help. If you guys ever need anything, you can reach out to Lauren at Lauren El Manzano on Instagram. You can reach out to me at Joe So Rocks on all the socials. Oh, what about you guys together? You can reach out to us, the Neuro Nerds, at everywhere. Yep. And on that, let's get this damn year over with notes. There you go, guys. <laughs> These healthy, loving, caring Neuro Nerds are out oh man lauren it's almost over (laughs) i know i know Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.